Mom, you have to do something. Dad's on TV parading around in his underwear like some gross European guy. Oh, now, sweetie, your father's just a free spirit. Here, a good breakfast is the foundation of a good day. And a, and a bad breakfast is the foundation of indigestion. Hey-o! <laughs> hey, I'm, hi, I'm Brian. Hey everybody and welcome to Frickin' Sweet, a Family Guy podcast. The only podcast with more up her word count than the upcoming Republican National Convention. A zing. I'm Ian, your host, and uh, today we've got a fantastic episode for you. It is entitled 15 Minutes of Shame. It is Season 2's Episode 12, and it is the 19th episode overall, and it is hilarious. Its director was Scott Wood, and it was written by Steve Callahan, and it debuted April 25th, 2000. It is a, it is just a super funny episode about Meg being embarrassed by her family, and so she takes them on a reality TV show on unknowingly she gets them uh, on a bigger reality TV show and she ends up quitting. Um, it's super funny and it's got a, it's a really good look at Meg um, before, she, before she becomes the, the butt of the joke. But before we get into that, we have, um, instead of telling you, you know, what uh, it lost to and, and what it won against uh, on the same day, it was uh, on the same day that it was debuting um, on April 30th, 2000, King of the Hill, The Simpsons, and Futurama would all debut new cartoons, so we're going to talk about that. Um, first, we'll talk about King of the Hill. The episode that debuted was called Nancy Boys. It is a really important episode for King of the Hill, but it's also a really funny episode. Um, after going on a double date with uh, the Hills, uh, Nancy goes on a double date with Dale and she really enjoys herself. And after a night of, she, you know, she gets drunk and after a night of passing, she's like, Oh my God. And she feels like she's cheated on John Redcorn, but she goes on another date and finds that she's falling back in love with Dale. And it's a really sweet, really, it's a really fun episode. And she ends up, uh, dumping John Redcorn and then John Redcorn goes a little bit nutty, but they end up le um, leaving it on good terms. And it, like I said, it's a really important episode for the show, but it's also just a really nice, funny episode. So, um, and then the episode of Futurama that debuted that night was Bender Gets Made. It's the episode where, um, after going to see Elzar, the famous chef in, in, in the Futurama world, um, to his show, uh, Leela gets blinded by a spice weasel that he's trying to use after Bender distracts him. So they go to his restaurant and they have a seemingly giant, expensive, free meal. Well, at the end, he, he it turns out that it wasn't free. And when they can't pay for it, he almost has them arrested. But Bender starts working at his restaurant and then he meets the, the dawn of the Robot Mafia. And this is actually the first appearance in Futurama of the Robot Mafia and of of the robot Don and clamps. And I can't remember what the big robot is. I think he's something, the ox, but, um, but so he starts working for them and then there's a, they, they end up, uh, robbing 
the Planet Express ship while Bender is working on it, and he has to play both sides. He ends up getting away with it. Um, but And then Leela being blind the whole time, almost saw Bender, but she doesn't, so it all turns out uh, fine in the end. But the episode that, of The Simpsons that debuted that night was called Kill the Alligator and Run. I think it's pretty funny, but I think pretty much all of The Simpsons episodes and uh, King of the Hill and... and uh, uh, family guy are really funny but this episode is kind of known for for being a for a lot of people really don't like this episode people like to think that this episode is like uh the simpsons turning the corner from a good episode a lot of people instead of thinking the episode where uh seymour skinner uh turns out to be the imposter the principal and the popper a lot of people think that is the turning point of The Simpsons, but then uh, again, a lot of people think that this is the turning point for The Simpsons. I really don't think there's a turning point. Uh, I think The Simpsons is still funny. I, I love all of these cartoons still. In fact, there's a lot of cartoons debuting uh, right now on Fox that are really funny. Um, I don't know if you've heard of Bless the Hearts is really funny, and then I'm also a really big fan of Duncanville. Um those debuted uh plus the hearts debuted back in late 2019 and it was really funny and then duncanville debuted early in 2020 um both with i think about a half a like half a season but they're both really funny so you should go out and uh seek those out and find them and watch them because they're both really funny but uh kill the alligator and run is the simpsons episode where some uh homer has a breakdown and they take him to florida to to have some rest and relaxation they end up going in the middle of spring break there's actually a king of the hill episode uh that's really similar to to it where king of the hill king of the hill but where hank takes his family or he takes his mom and her all of her old you know uh elderly friends down there for a miniatures uh convention but they go during spring break but homer goes during the family goes the simpson family goes down to florida for for during spring break and uh homer ends up having a lot of fun and uh kid rock uh and joe c all um kid rocks you know uh little little um uh backup singer uh they both guest star on the show and uh it's a i like i said i think it's not that bad but there's a cop whose hat bounces off the ground and homer ends up killing a really famous alligator and they end up having to run so but it's like i said it's a sort of a semi-important episode in that a lot of people think it's uh one of the worst episodes and also kind of the episode that made it turn the corner from a from good episodes to bad episodes, but enough of what those shows. We're going to talk about the our show, our our signature show. We're going to talk about Family Guy, and this week's episode, like I said, is fifteen minutes of shame, and it starts with a cold open where um, Peter is doing a Bob Ross paint along. He he's watching Bob Ross, and Bob Ross is like, and we're going to put a little little bush here, and that'll that'll just be our little secret bush, and if you tell anyone about that little bush i will come to your house and i will cut you and peter's like oh man mine doesn't look anything like that and uh we see his and it's it's the portrait from from the family ties um theme uh and and he starts coloring it in but uh it's really funny and then this is uh that's the end of the cold open we get our little theme song steam uh, our our little intro sting here And 
and then we go into uh it's the koal clam day woo and um uh they're on a uh New England beach, which never looks fun. I don't know if I, New England beach is looking uh, pretty, but they don't look fun. But, um, and that's just my opinion. Please don't. I, I, we have a lot of listeners in New York, so please don't, please, please don't hate us for that. That's, that was just a, uh, a, a, a knee jerk opinion. So please don't hate us. We, we love you up there in NYC. Um, uh, but it is Quahog Clam Day. And uh, the first thing we see is Chris. Uh, he's playing a, a, a dunk tank game, and a fisherman's on there. He's talking shit. He's like, "Ah, you throw, you throw like a fish midwife." And Chris is uh, Peter's like, "Ah, come on, you can get him, Sean." And so Chris throws a ball and dunks him in. And when he falls in the water, there's sharks in the water, and he starts screaming. But um, later, uh, as we're panning through the uh, festivities, uh, we cut co- we cut to a stage, and this is where we get our first. Our very first appearance of the one, the only, the mayor of Quahog, Adam West. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. And, um... After he thanks everyone, and, and they after they stop clapping, uh, he he tells the tale of Miles Chatterbox Musket, the the so-called founder of Quahog, and uh, as the story goes, he was a, as his name suggests, he was a bit of a chatterbox, and when they were coming over on the boats, he uh, just would not shut up, and they threw him overboard. Uh, he was saved by a magic clam. And it drug it dragged drug him ashore, and it, it helped him to start a new uh, uh, society called Quahog. And um, there's a joke about the clam telling him to shut up, and then he's like, and uh, Miles grew to resent the clam, and even thought about killing the clam. And we see him standing over the clam with a musket, and uh, the next morning we hear the clam say. Miles, I was awake last night. I saw you. I think it's time for me to go. And as the clam leaves, Miles begs for him to stay, but the clam does does not yield, and he leaves. It's a pretty harsh breakup. And we cut back to Adam West, and he's like, "And this is why on this day we we honor, uh, we honor that we honor that day by by um." by coming to the beach and hoping that the magic clam might return once again. And then he says, what's that? We, what's that? Is that the magic clam? I see him. We see, uh, Peter is out in the water by a boat and he's just in a giant clam suit and he's getting tossed and turned by the waves. And he's like, ah, this, this doesn't seem like a great idea. And, uh, Cleveland lets him go. And, um, uh, Meg is Meg is being super is is acting like she's super embarrassed. She's like, man, uh, having your dad be the the magic clam on Clam Day is is just as embarrassing as having having Ronald McDonald be your dad. Dad, don't wait up. Whoa, 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 whoa! Wait a minute, wait a minute, Lisa, come back here. You're not going out with all that makeup on. But Dad, upstairs, you're a McDonald, not a whore. After after that sweet sweet fucking cutaway, um, 
Peter floats up and he's completely fucking nude. He's he's upside down. His head is in the sand and his 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 front is completely exposed. And Brian, we hear Brian say, "Huh." So that's what Peter's penis looks like. And um, uh, <laughs> it's so funny. It's such a good opening scene. You know, like we get the 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 first appearance of Adam West. We get that sweet uh, uh, cutaway with Ronald McDonald, and this joke is really funny. Um, and then the whole backstory for uh, Miles Chatterbox Musket, which gets kind of uh, retconned a bit. Uh, but um, later on in the car, Meg is Meg is uh, telling everyone, "Man, none of you guys better embarrass me later on like this when we uh, when I went during my sleepover." And uh, they're like, "Oh, Meg, we'll be it'll be fine. No one's gonna be no one's gonna embarrass you." And uh, Peter's like, "Oh man, we we need gas." So he's so he uh, pulls over and he gets out and uh, he's still naked. And uh, turns out Kevin. Uh, the next door neighbor, the the one that Meg has had an on and off relationship with, works here. And, and Peter's like, "Oh, hey, Meg, look, it's Kevin." And so he grabs him, and he's like, "Oh, come here and say, come here and say hi to Meg." And so he pulls him over, and uh, he's like, he like literally like pushes him and leans him down to where he's like, "Look, there's Meg right there, Meg Griffin, your neighbor, my daughter." And uh, <laughs> she's just like, "Dad," and it's super super funny, and um. Later, we're at Meg's slumber party, and um, you know they're talking about like I'd want to put Brad Pitt's uh, body on. I don't. I can't remember. It was people in like two thousand that people thought were hot. So I think it was like George Clooney, Brad Pitt, and like Matt Damon. I think she said. And then Lois comes up, and she's like, "I would put Milton, or I would put uh, really old celebrities, but it ends with Milton Berle's genitals." which is the funniest part. But, um, and then Lois is like, Oh mom, you're embarrassing me. And then they find Chris behind the couch and Lois is, or Meg is like, come back, come out from behind there. And he's like, I can't. And Lois is like, all right, we'll finish up and then you can come out. And then, uh, Lois comes down or Peter comes down and he, uh, falls through the fucking, uh, stairs. He's like, Oh God, here we are. Here we go again. And, um, uh, uh, Lois is like, okay, uh, Meg, you go get some butter so we can get your father out of here. And Meg is like, God, God, kill me. And then we get a cutaway to God and he's got a sniper rifle trained right on her fucking forehead. And he's, and then he gets a call, uh, distracting him from killing Megan. He picks it up. He's like, hey, 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 Ren. And, um, she's like, oh, my sleepover is ruined. Um, we cut upstairs and Meg is chewing everyone out. She's like, look, just don't show your faces downstairs and again. And Peter's like, ah, that'll be easy because I, uh, I got this, this uh, Nixon mask and it's actually a fucking Reagan mask, which is super fucking funny. And um, Meg is like, look, just don't come downstairs again. And then she's like, wait, where is Stewie? Well, Beth, what do you think? Does Mark find you attractive? <laughs> I don't know. Well, have you asked him? Not exactly. All right, look, let's, let's try some role-playing. I'll be Mark, and you ask me out to the, the box social or whatever the devil it is you children are doing these days. Um, after that, uh, after uh, everyone's gone to sleep, Lois and Peter start having some super loud sex, and it and. Uh, it's super embarrassing and wakes everyone up. And then later on, even after that, 
we see Chris just standing over one of the girls who's one of Meg's on and off on again, off again friends. But, and then she wakes up, sees him and then they both scream and run and he runs off. Um, and so with Meg's slumber party in complete disarray, we are going to take a step back here and hear a spot from our sponsor anchor. But when we come back, we will hear the rest of the hilarious episode, 15 minutes of shame. Welcome back, and we're going to start the next morning in the kitchen. Meg and Brian are having a conversation over breakfast, and Brian's like, hey, where's all your friends? And Meg's like, ah, they all left in the middle of the night. Last night was so embarrassing. I wish there was a way that I could get back at my family for always embarrassing me. And wouldn't you know it, she turns on the TV, and we see that Diane Simmons from the news has uh, gotten a new gotten a new TV talk show uh, a lot like the old Ricky Lake show. I, I know a lot of people my age uh, will remember that. And I am I know a lot of you people listening are my age. So, uh, yeah, um, I'm pretty sure you know what Ricky Lake is. But um, if you don't, it's an old talk show where uh, the fabulous Ricky Lake would um, interview people who were uh, having relationship problems or, uh, you know, were really uh, dudes in drag and they needed to tell their significant other. But it was a pretty funny show back in the turn of the century. But uh, Diane's got a show like that and um, Meg, Meg sees uh, a man tell his girlfriend something that uh, has, been, has been bothering him for a really long time. Haircut. You know I love you, but I gotta come clean. I'm, I'm not really a man. I'm a woman. Oh my God, you're a woman? Well, actually, I'm not really a woman. I'm a horse. Oh my God, you're a horse? Actually, I'm not really a horse. I'm a broom. Okay, okay. So, how do you feel? To be honest with you, Diane, I'm surprised. And I cannot tell you how many times I have said that part at the end. To be honest with you, I'm confused. That part, oh my god. That's one of my favorite jokes that has stuck with me for so long. Um, but Meg loves this. Uh, at the end of it, it says, hey, do you have, uh, do you want to... Bring your family on here and get a free trip and uh, 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 to embarrass your family. And Meg's like, hell yeah. So we cut to sometime later, Meg has brought her family to the Diane show. And um, as Diane starts opening the show, she says that uh, today's show is going to be all about a girl who she says her family is constantly embarrassing her and Lois is. Lois is starting to, it's starting to dawn on Lois, uh, you know, she starts asking me, hey, how did you get these tickets? And, and if there's, if there's anything that we can, and if there's anything wrong, we can, we can deal with this at home, but it's too freaking late. And also Peter has not got an idea what's going on, but it is too late. Uh, Diane brings them up on stage and, uh, Lois is absolutely mortified. Chris, I doesn't think what knows what's going on. And, uh, Peter is... 
uh, a little confused to say the least. But uh, once they get on stage, Diane asks if there's anything they'd like to say to Meg. And uh, frankly, Peter does have something to say to Meg. I can't believe you do this to us, Meg. Maybe now I won't give you the antidote. To what? To the poison you just drank. <laughs> see what I mean? This is not normal. Um. After that, we see uh, Stewie come by. He's like, "Hey, I've got a, I've got a poop in my diaper." And he's like, "Oh, wait. The 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 people are on TV. Turn it up." And so they start watching. And um, <clears throat> Peter's like, "Ah, oh, this is you know, this is some bullshit. Uh, you know, we're just a, a good old fashioned family. You know." We work, we play, you know, we go to church together. And and Meg's like, yeah, and you even managed to embarrass me there. And they use an old joke that I think is from the pilot or even from uh, The Life of Larry, the 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 short uh, cartoon that uh, Seth MacFarlane made before Family Guy debuted. But um, <clears throat> it's the, the one where Peter takes a sip of the communion wine and he's like, oh, is this really the blood of Christ? Ah, oh, he must be wasted 24-7. And uh, um, uh, after that, they get a call on the show because on shows like this, I guess they used to, to take calls. Um, but it's Stewie and Brian and they're making a phone call about, is your refrigerator running? I said, you better go and catch it. And they start laughing. And then we cut to Lois, and it says on her name, it says her underneath her, her like, I think the word is like, cry, I don't know what the word is, but it says under her, her label is Lois Griffin, and it says, probably more of a bitch than she lets on. And then she 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 starts talking about how they're a normal family, but she, she slowly sees that, and she says, wait, what is that saying to my name? Oh, go fuck yourself, Diane. And uh, Brian does a spit take, and Lo and uh, Stewie is like, she said a swear. And um, then um, uh, everyone starts getting a little crazy, and Peter, uh, Diane says something to Peter, and Peter says, who are you calling Uncle Tom? Which is a reference to something that was on the Geraldo show. Uh, you can look that up. Uh, they think they have the reference on the Family Guy wiki for this episode. But um, it, he picks up a chair. He goes to throw it. And then um, Chris is like, ah, this kind of acrimony won't lead to any good solutions. And Peter's like, shut up and throw a chair. And he's like, okay. And so he picks up a chair and he starts throwing it. And um, Meg is complete. I think he picks up the chair with Meg in it and throws Meg with the chair. But... Meg, either way, is super embarrassed, I'm assuming, uh, even if she goes flying in a chair. But uh, we cut to Peter in the bathroom, and he's playing a little game. Uh, I think, I, I like to think we all, we all play in the bathroom. He's playing fireman, you know? He's like, oh, no, the the town's on fire. Don't worry, I'll shave you. And he's peeing in the toilet. And he's like, Wah. And, um, <laughs> um, a producer uh, walks up and starts peeing next to him. He's like, hey, that was a great show. And Peter's like, well, if you want an autograph, look, you're going to have to give me a pan or some snow. And uh, he's like, no, no, I'm a producer. Uh, I'd actually like to make a, uh, a, a reality show about the Griffins, you know, show your entire life. And Peter's like, oh, that would be great, you know. Uh, then everyone would be able to see my wacky antics. Black! Ah! 
and uh after that they're they both laugh and uh He's like, uh, how about we we start the contract? And Peter's like, all right, let's shake on it. And they're at the unit, so they, you know, shake on it. And um, uh, we cut right from that uh, to, you know what they say, a uh, handshake is uh, is an agreement. But uh, they, they cut right to the, the real live Griffins on air. And uh, they're sitting around the couch. And Chris is very apprehensive. He's like... You, mom are all these cameras going to be around all the time and lois is seethingly angry she's like yeah you know your father agreed to this without asking anyone and meg is outright fucking pissed she's like this is bullshit you know i i only took you on that show to show you that you were embarrassing me and you embarrassed me even further and uh peter peter is actually really into it he's 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 a trained he's trained he wants his camera. He finds his lens. He's great at this. He wants the airtime. And Stewie's actually really into it. And he's like, hey, you, you, you better find my good side. And you better use that, that Sybilla Shepherd filter. If they can do take 10 years off of her, you can make me look like I'm uh, still one. I, I, I don't know. But it's a, it's a really funny. And uh, later we cut to Peter. He's in his underwear and they're all torn everywhere and he's talking about toothpaste he's like i like the one with the pump it's it's you know easier to get uh get get on there and yeah i there's a little tear in this this underwear but you know it's uh the elastic's still good so you know uh still uh still working and uh we cut uh from that down to we pull out of a tv and meg and and lois and brian and and stewie have been watching it and this is actually our opening clip uh meg is embarrassed lois is like look there's nothing we can do we sign a contract and she's trying to present a kind face you know trying to make the house seem seem kinder and brian this is where brian makes his bad indigestion joke he's like uh yeah hi i'm brian and um Stewie throws his eggs. He's like, I asked for egg whites. Uh, and uh, we cut to him doing a little a little uh, personal interview later on. He's like, oh, the breakfast thing. Yeah, you know, it wasn't even about the uh, the eggs. I actually like the other part. Uh, there's just been a lot of tension between you, you know, me and Lois. And, you know, it's, it's not that I, I want to kill her. It's that I just don't want her to be alive anymore. You know, sometimes I think about whether all women are this much trouble, and then I think, you know, how wonderful it would be if I were a homosexual. <laughs> and uh, that's our first first little shot that that uh, uh, he wants to be gay and that he will be gay. But <clears throat> it's really funny. That's one of the parts that uh, that people really remember. And then we cut to Chris. He's like, he's just peeing. He's quiet for a second, and then he says. Uh, one time my uh, I, my dad pooped in our neighbor's lawn and we cut to Joe being like, I knew it! Well, I'm glad I used his shovel to pick it up. And Bonnie's like, ah, uh, you know, this this makes you kind of like Larry from Three's Company. I, you know, I always thought he was sexy. And, and he's like, oh, yeah, I am all about Larry over here. It's weird. It's weird. Uh, but, you know, whatever. They just, they had to put it in there. But we cut from that to lop to uh, lobster shanty, which is like a red lobster uh, 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 pseudo restaurant. And um, uh, the big notes are that Stewie jumps in the tank to get his own lobster, 
And um, Lois is like, hey, you should put your bib on, Meg. And she's like, I don't want to put my bib on. And Lois is like, mom, put your bib on. And she's like, no, I don't want to put my bib on. And Peter's like, look, that just means your nipples are sticking up. And she's like, oh, my God. And, and um, <clears throat> uh, as as uh, uh, Stewie's pulling his lobster out and slamming it onto his plate, uh, he's like, your nipples are sticking out. And then Chris's like, nipples, nipples, ha. And then uh, Meg, Meg has just had a, had a fucking enough. That's it. I want those cameras off. Fourth wall. You're breaking the fourth wall. Meg, you're the one that got us on TV in the first place. Well, now I'm getting us off TV. I quit. Hmm. Look, this isn't necessarily a bad thing. And after that, uh, she quits. And, um... The the network is okay with that. They're like, look, it's fine, you know. Um, every other character on our show is, is everyone loves them, you know. Lois, you're a hit with, with, uh, with, with, with women over thirty. And Peter's like, oh yeah. And what about me? And he's like, and you, look, it'll be fine. We can just replace Meg. It's really not that big a deal. And they're like, um, I don't know about that. And and so they end up replacing her and it's uh they just replace her with a blonde chick with huge with a huge rack and um later on we see that uh the parents meet meg in a deep throat style uh you know trench coats uh hats and uh sunglasses in a in a parking garage and uh, he's like can i offer you a cigarette and she's like what is i can't believe you replaced me and she's they're like look we couldn't help it the the show wanted to do that and uh, they're like, we love you. And she's like, whatever, I'm gonna, I'll be fine on my own. I'll be over at Cleveland. And then uh, when she leaves, the parents, uh, Peter's like, come on, we got to get back. The cameras think we're taking Chris to soccer practice. And we see there's a raggedy Ann and a raggedy Andy uh, in the car with Chris. And, and he's like, come on, we're going to be late. Why won't you talk to me? And... um. <clears throat> Um, then we cut to Meg at, uh, Cleveland's house. He's like, uh, I, I would offer you my, my guest bedroom as providing you don't mind that my uncle Arnold died in there. And she's like, oh, I don't mind. I, I guess. When did he die? And he's like, sometime between the tonight show and the today show. And he opens the door and the, there's the body in there. And she's like, ah, and runs off. Um, Later, I guess the next day, we cut outside of the Griffin home. Chris is running through the sprinkler, and new Meg comes out in her, in her bikini, and um, she um, she immediately steals focus from Peter, who is trying to talk about dandelions to the camera, and um, she walks up to Chris, and Chris is like, "Who are you?" And she's like, I'm "Your sister." It feels like one of those stepsister porns. You know what I'm talking about, where it's like, oh my god, stepbrother. But um, uh, Chris, Chris is like, ah, um, I don't know if anyone told you, but we usually have breakfast naked, and I'm allowed to film it. And she's like, oh my god, it's, I'm so wet, I might pop out of my top. And um, <laughs> uh, Peter's upset that he's losing uh airtime, so. He pulls out a puppet and he's like, "Oh, look, Peter and Madam," and he, he starts doing a, a ventriloquist bit. But uh, New Meg goes back inside, so the cameras follow him, follow her. And Peter's like, "Aw," and uh, 
later on we cut to Meg at Quagmire's house and she's walking into the kitchen and she's like, Mr. Quagmire? And she sees Mr. Quagmire having sex with a woman and she's like, ah! And uh, she runs out of the house again. And um, later we cut to dinner and there's a new Meg has a monologue about how she's so unpopular and she's never going to be able to grow big full breasts just like these. And she sticks her chest out and she runs off uh, out of the kitchen and upstairs and um peter is mad and th again that he's just not getting any airtime he's like you know if i'm not you know if i don't get on camera i won't be able to get get my uh my uh spinoff at the center of the earth you know we don't get many of you molten rock men in here well at these prices i'm not surprised that's it pal you are out of here. And uh, that's a really funny cutaway. It just, it's a, it's a, like, a, I guess if for our few younger viewers, it's like a, if you've ever heard of Cheers, I'm sure your parents have heard of it. Um, but um, after that, uh, the Griffins, uh, they decide that they're going to fight for Meg. They're like, look, we, we really want our, our old Meg back. I can't believe I just said that. But we want Meg back. And uh, if you don't bring her back, you know, we're not going to go on the show. You know, what are you going to do do about that? And they get replaced. And um, the guy's like, well, I guess you leave me with no choice. And then we cut to... Meg coming into the Griffin home. She's like, family, I want to come back. And she's just like, wait a second. We're the Griffins. No, you're not. You're Tom Arnold. And your friend Rusher. And you're um that fat guy from Boogie Nights. And you're the Olsen twins. Blast. Damn you all. Victory is mine. Whose leg do you have to hump to get a dry martini around here? And yeah, just like I said, the Griffins have been completely replaced. And uh, we cut from there to a hotel room where the, the real Griffins, uh, plus Meg, uh, are watching the new Griffins on television doing a reenactment of the Death of the Shadow scene the from the very first episode of Family Guy where uh, Peter's passed out drunk on the... Um, on the table and and Fran Drescher as Lois is saying, I told you not to drink at the stag party. <laughs> and Lois turns it off. I do not sound like that. It's pretty funny. Um, but uh, the family reunites and, you know, they're, they're happy to be together even though they can't be packing their house for six months. And then we get a Doogie Hauser computer uh ending where meg is typing on the computer just like doogie used to do at the end of every episode <clears throat> she's typing you know even though my family embarrasses me uh i still love them and then it erases all of that and then it says and i want to kill them and we cut back and stewie's the one typing it and he's, and he's like and he smiles and then we get dun 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 and then then we get our credits um, but this episode is super funny, really hilarious. And once it, it's really dynamic, you know, once it, once it gets to the story, it really just gets going and it, and it, and it, like I said, it's really dynamic from there. 
Um, it's got a really fun start for Quahog, even though it gets retconned in the episode uh, Peter's Progress from Volume 8. I don't know whether that would make it Season 8 or Season 9. It's, it's the second disc of Volume 8, and I know that the first disc is usually the last bit from the first episode so either way it's from either season nine or season eight but it's from volume eight and the episode is peter's progress where it turns out that uh it was actually peter's ancestor uh griffin peterson who colonized quahog but uh this is a fun uh this is a fun way to start quahog off with miles chatterbox musket um and this is a really fun uh first appearance for adam west uh, and, and, and like I said, there's lots of funny jokes, uh, all throughout it and a lot of funny, uh, guest stars all throughout it as well. And, and all of that adds up to make a really great episode. Um, and, and, and as far as, as the podcast goes, we're kicking around some ideas for some extra content. Uh, I know we started, I kind of jump started uh, the freaking sweet video games faster than I wanted to with slide two, even though that is one of my like top five favorite video games of all time. Uh, I think that a playthrough of the family guy video game might be a little more apropos. Uh, so I'm, we're, we're kicking around the idea of doing that and also maybe doing a, uh, a, 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 why am I stuttering? But a, because uh, that's what I do. But we're, we're we're talking about doing a watch through of Ted or of Blue Harvest, the first Family Guy Star Wars episode. Um, and if you guys would like to hear any of that, uh, you can always send us an email at frickin' sweet family guy, frickin' sweet family pod at gmail.com. Frickin' sweet is F R E A K I N, no G S W E E T freaking sweet family pod at gmail.com or you can send us a voice message at anchor.fm slash freaking sweet um and also give us a like rate and subscribe on all the appropriate podcast platforms like spotify google music all of that fun stuff next week we'll be doing road to road island and i am so excited the road to episodes are some of the best and most popular episodes of the series and this is the very first one so please don't miss it it is going to be hilarious uh i've been ian reitzman this is family this is freaking this has been freaking sweet a family guy podcast and like i said more us than you can imagine but Next week's going to be a lot of fun, so we'll see you then. Bye.